What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Givens here. As we'll see. And we got to welcome you to yet another episode of the Acromas Podcast, episode 13, baby. We are still going. We are still growing. We're still here. As I told you before, we are not going anywhere. And that was facts. Uh, of course, absolutely. We are here. Get used to us. It's nice to meet you. If this is the first time you're seeing us um and get ready to join a ride have yes, some fun yes and what what a ride it is tonight man like let me let me just say like this week has been it's been it's been pretty good man it's been amazing got a lot of stuff done staying really productive um it's been it's been a really productive busy week how about you man how was how was your week been i know you've you've got a lot going on in your life as well i yes. know you're staying busy mm-hmm. that is correct jay uh it has been quite the week um i managed to also get my first covid vaccination shot oh wow look at that yeah johnson Johnson, right uh no uh maybe i would not be here right now so uh it wasn't that one i had the pfizer version um so i'm due for one more shot yeah uh, sometime next month uh just to share with everyone because i know everyone has different you know feelings and and you know i have received some feedback on that uh <laughs> i'm sure uh, you have. my personal choice <laughs> on taking it um which of course was just basically for my, my children really um just to, to do my part and making sure that uh i try to keep those around me safe by just doing that and minimizing my risk right um but uh yeah i'm doing pretty good otherwise a little fatigue from it honestly but it's good. It's been a good week. And, you know, I'm happy that we're here and I uh, was really looking forward to us getting into today's topic. Absolutely. Hey, I mean, last week, you know, we told you, we told everybody out there that we have some really, really surprising news. We have a great, wonderful announcement to make tonight. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first, first, first guest, our very first guest on the Acromas podcast on episode 13. She is a wonderful black queen, ladies and gentlemen. She's a God-fearing woman. She is a mother. She is a a transitional life coach. She is also a dream interpreter. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lean Faye to the Acromas podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. How you doing? How you doing? There we go. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Hey, you know, this is the first time we're actually able to have a guest on lean. I I want you to let the audience know a little bit about you. Of course, we've had some conversations, but they have not heard any of them. So tell us a little about yourself. So, um, it ain't much. No, I'm playing. (laughs) I am um, a jokester at heart. I like to have a lot of fun. Um, and I like to push people into their destiny. And so that's what I, that's what I do for my job. That's what I do with my friends and my family. I just help people to identify their purpose and, uh, their reason of existence here on the earth. And so, yeah, that is me in a nutshell. Oh man, oh man. I love purpose. I yes. love I love being on this planet, man, especially with soulful women like you. 
Now, I know tonight, I know the audience is ready to get right into it. So let's not keep them waiting, ladies and gentlemen. They want to know how in the world do you get back out there on this dating scene? Because my God, now, now, let me just say, uh-huh. there's a little thing on my finger. So I'm out. I'm completely out. Oh. I am all <laughs> So this advice is not for me, but I know there are a lot of people out there that are waiting to hear this. They want to hear, they want to be able to, to relate to both of us and both of you guys rather. And I think that right now is the best opportunity to let them hear some of those dating stories that you may have that may have scared you to death. You're just sitting there, you're like, man, I cannot believe I picked up that phone or answered that message. And I can't believe I'm sitting here in this nightmare scenario. Lean, I. I'll start with you since you are the guest on the Acromas podcast. Tell us a little story, a personal story of a nightmare scenario date that you may have had when you started getting back out there on that scene. Um, I think, I think me, I was talking to Will earlier about that date. Oh, uh, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> that's what you want to call it. Is that what it was? Um, mm. And so I would, basically I went out on the date, um, I tried to do the, uh, what is it? Like the online app dating things mm. and stuff like that. Uh, what is it? Um, is it uh, and then you got Bumble okay. yeah, and stuff like, like that. Tinder, there's all those different. Ex- exhausting. Yeah, very. And so yeah. I met a guy on there. He seemed like he was decent and everything. And then he was like, you know, let's go out. Right. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> once we got to the, the place, I realized it was in Southeast D.C., so once we got to the place, I realized just through conversation, he kind of, I knew something was different. He kind of seemed a little feminine, mm. but not, not gay. Right. Feminine. Okay. Or, um, okay. and it was, it was more so like, um, like high maintenance. Mm. And so we started talking and everything. And then that's when he told me that he was metrosexual. Interesting. Mm. Okay. And I was like. And was that something that you could tell from his profile picture or his profile at all? That that is not something Mm. that you could tell Mm. from his profile picture. Like just from his profile, he just looked like a decent guy. Mm. You know, he uh, articulated himself well. He dressed well. So you just think it's just a regular guy. I'm not saying that nobody has their issues, but I'm just saying he just seemed decent. Honey, we got to that restaurant. (laughs) He started talking. Yeah. And I realized that he was more feminine than me. And so I was able to communicate that with him. And he educated me on what metrosexual was. Mm. And it's basically um, a high maintenance man. Mm. You know how you have the stereotype of the woman who is high maintenance, who requires the best of the best and everything. That is kind of what he described to me, what metrosexual was. Mm -hmm. And he even went on to describe how he would act um, in certain situations. So he told me that if he if we went somewhere and it was a room full of black people Mm -hmm. and they all had on white tees. And he felt like he was threatened. He would leave me there in the place. So I'm like, wait a minute. So you're just going to leave me out there in the day. You feel danger, but you're going to leave me. And he was like, yeah. He said, I don't, I wasn't raised like that. Like I'm a suburban guy. I'm up out of there. And I'm like, 
So now is there something minute. about white tees that that got him off, or that 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 was there a was there something you know, that kind of held him back or made him worried about it? It appears to be to me, if I may interject, it, it sounds a bit stereotypical of a yeah pro, a thought process where mm-hmm. um, I don't know if he had experiences which made him mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable, suburban oh, or not. Um, right. You know, just in all fairness, but that is very interesting. Mm. Yes. And look, right. So, you know, we, we, bought, we in Southeast. Now I keep saying this because mm. we already know Southeast, Southeast. Okay. Southeast. No Southeast. So, <laughs> I grew up on the South Side. So I, I, I get it. <laughs> exactly. So we um headed to the car. So I'm thinking he parked like, say he parked to the left and I parked to the right, but mm. around the corner. So I'm thinking he about to walk me to my car. Cause it's southeast. My man was like, he was like, oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Not even the so like, so. Oh, I, I see you late. I'm like, oh, so yeah, actually, like, uh, you didn't have the courtesy. Got this. Exactly. Good. <laughs> good. Oh, you I like he wanted me to walk him. I ain't gonna hold you. I think he wanted me to walk him to his car, open his oh, door. Man. Man. Look, he was like, "Call me when you get in the house." Wow. <laughs> well, I guess he knew he was gonna be safe. That <laughs> <laughs> man just scurried away. I mean, that's just one incident of going out mm-hmm. on a date. It's weird, but it's it's mm-hmm. good to know. Right. What's out there because, right. damn it. <laughs> I mean, especially because, like, I, I think that does tend to happen a lot because, you know, you're, you're on these apps and for the most part, you're swiping left or you're swiping right. And, you know, you, you may see certain things in a profile, but there's certain things that when you meet the person in person, that it doesn't tip you off until you get there. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is something different. This is something new. This is something I wasn't expecting. How am I going to be able to adjust? Um, you know, so right. I think, I think one thing that you know that I, I well for sure I know on, on a lot of these apps they may not put a lot of their business out there mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, but um, I think it is it is a good um, I think it's good to know what you're getting into, you know, prior to to getting out there. And sometimes we may never we may never know until we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think I think wow, that's. That is an interesting story, um, man. I mean, we'll see. Like, what? I know you've had some as well. Um, I mean, let's hear it, man. Um, Bring it to the table. Bring it for the fans to hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have. I do have quite a bit of different uh, stories. Uh, <laughs> okay, so for me, um, first and foremost, congratulations to you, Mister J, because you don't have to be out here in, in the streets. As I'm learning, oh, what it's called. I so uh, you were, but this is a new day and age. As I'm learning, uh, you know, someone coming from, you know, as, as I stated before, uh, I was in a long-term relationship, and I was married for a good portion of that, and you know, coming out of divorce and you know, doing the work required to to heal myself um, to a point where I've gotten um, okay with the concept of dating. And being comfortable and loving myself the right way for it, where um, I decided to take a chance and just, you know, download the apps, you know, like Lean Faith mentioned, like, and uh, understanding that different apps represent different things. That is true. Uh, I don't, (laughs) I will try to refrain from putting certain apps out there so that (laughs) people, you know, what type of apps are out there. And I didn't initially. I stumbled on some things where uh, I ran into a scenario. Um, <laughs> just kind of getting back out there where it was, um, 
you know, just a brief conversation with this particular woman. And, uh, you know, of course, she was, her trajectory was in my area. So I was like, okay, um, you know, nothing, nothing to it. Let's go on an outing, as I called it, an outing. Hmm. Um, was there a reason why you, you decided to, to call an outing initially? Well, just something you agreed. Well, for me, for me personally, I would, I feel as though I can't call it a date per se, more so of an outing of me getting to know you first. Like uh, a filtering phase. Like I need to understand. I need you to see who I am, and um, you know, I need you to see um, who I am, who you are. Uh, let's talk. Let's get to get acquainted. Uh, besides what I've seen on a profile, because as Lean Face said, like what you see isn't always projected for what you encounter in person. So in my mindset, I'm not looking that this an issue of encounter of us is is really a date. Because I don't know you enough to say that. You don't know me enough to say that. Right. God knows if my background is suitable for you, vice versa, to, call, to say that sure. this is what it is. Uh, it, and for me, I think that's fitting in this day and age for what I'm learning. So uh, I just, you know, suggested something, um, an activity of something to go out. And uh, when we got there um, and, you know, of course I met, you know, saw this person and um, besides the physical attraction, because that's, of course, what you see, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I, 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 that's not what I'm looking just for. Like, I want, I'm really wanting to engage this person and ensure as I'm, you know, interacting with them, mm -hmm. you are not fitting uh, past experiences that are not for me. Mm -hmm. uh, gauging for compatibility uh, as this person should be doing for me as well through the form of our conversations of just not giving a run through of lists, but just general conversation talk where these things come out, you vibe, right? You know, instantly if you vibe with someone, in my opinion, from my, what I've experienced in the first five minutes, mm. you know, uh, where I've had scenarios where I just wanted to walk away. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, right. So <laughs> with this one, it was bad. It was a, not a great experience because the, <laughs> the profile with this person stated, how they were, you know, uh, their morals of what they were for. Uh, maybe in the inside of like 45 minutes or so into it, like this person really wasn't as engaging with me. Mm. And uh, the courtship of like, like Lean Faith, like we were talking about earlier, like in most instances, like the male being the pursuer, where I'm engaging her because I'm here. My time is worthy, is mm -hmm. worth it. And I'm giving that to you. So engage me. And she seemed to be distracted other than telling me how attractive I was. Mm. Right. How, she didn't really how far into the, mm. into this outing. Didn't mean to interrupt. How, how far into this outing did you figure this out? Did you, did you say, okay, maybe this, there isn't too much depth here. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, initially, for me, as I'm learning things and learning, you know, tactics to understand, you know, the type of person that I may encounter, it was, I saw it more of like, I don't say love bomb, but it was that approach to gas me up, mm. where it's like, oh, you are it like where you know where you've been like like damn like i bet you get this all the time oh, i bet you uh, similar you know what 
Lean faith similar to something we were discussing earlier where I kind of right. got something similar to that too. It was just oh, like, uh, you know, you've been here before. Are, do, are you a regular? Are you, you know, just the most weirdest questions rather mm-hmm. than like, can you engage me? Mm-hmm. Like for like, see what you see inside, like talk to me in that mm-hmm. way. But it went from that to her on her phone and her uh, FaceTiming a friend about how the date was going. <laughs> well, not really a date, this outing. And we barely, like, I didn't really get a word out with her. Oh. I just. Oh. Mm. So while, while you were on this outing. Yeah. The person decides to open up their phone and speak to somebody <laughs> else about how the outing is going right in front of you. Yeah. She was on her phone majority of the time. And that was an instant turn off. That was an instant. I like coming from like experience of someone being deprived of someone acknowledging my worth as a human being mm. i don't like that because your time is with is your time and i give you that and i think like in today's society that's too common mm. and uh people are lacking true communication skills mm. just in general well to that um, point do you think that this is a habit that this person has had and has probably gotten away with this on other outings before and it not mm-hmm. come up as an issue at all I, well, I, I can't I can't say for that because mm-hmm. what this ended up turning out to be was a, uh, uh, like I said, like maybe forty five minutes into it, probably like an hour, uh, we were you know ordered a drink, um, I, I you know got some appetizers and, and and immediately she went from like probably halfway through that drink to basically wanting to hook up, like she just was blatant in a certain kind of way, and I was mm-hmm. like. Oh, I was taken back because I was like, whoa, um, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's just, I guess this is a thing that happens now, but that's not I, I, I didn't give you that interpretation that I'm that mm-hmm. type of guy. So you assumed that maybe because I look a kind of certain kind of way that you wanted to add me to your account. And mm-hmm. that's not what I'm for. That's what I felt. That's what it felt like. And I, and I asked her. I asked her. Um, like, what made you uh, insist to think that that's what I came here for? Mm-hmm. And she just like, I don't know, you look good. So like, <laughs> I just figured, you know, <laughs> it, I don't know, like, what's up? Just you know, was like, see what happens? So it's, you know, so, what I mean, you know, but but to that point, I mean, I think, you know, with with these apps depending on what app you're on i guess there is some sort of expectation at the end of all that that something like that may happen mm-hmm. um yeah. you know, and i think i think that's the one thing with with some of these apps like it's the, it, there comes a time where i i guess before you even make a profile you have to see, you have to ask yourself right am i ready for this Am I ready right. to to jump back out there into mm-hmm. something into the wild, if you will? Because I know a lot of people are, you know, are starting to come from long term relationships that they were in the past. And there's been a lot of healing that they've needed to go through. But, you know, like like lean faith. I mean, is there from from a, from a woman's perspective? How do you know that you're you're like absolutely ready to step back out there before you step your foot out that door? Like, are there are there steps? Is there like a notebook? Is there are there certain things that personally you checked off and was like, all right, yes, got this, got that, got that. Now I'm ready. Or was it a feeling? Um, I think for me, 
um, initially it was something that um, started actually last year. I was invited for, um, it was like a challenge or something. It was like, pray for your future spouse challenge. And I was like, oh, here we go. Pray for your future spouse. I'm like, I'm about to divorce, man. What am I about to pray for somebody for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, what are we praying for? It's too late, man. Where were you at before? Where were you? Anyway. What are we praying for? <laughs> so my friends was like, just do it. So I, I was praying and everything like that. And that was a part of my healing process. I did divorce care. Um, look, two rounds of divorce care. That's like chemo. Um, I did like wow. divorce care and everything. Yeah. And I was with other people who were grieving the loss of their marriage. And so that was, that was my process. And then I was in therapy and everything like that. And I started loving on myself. And when I started loving on myself and I found out like who I was at the core and my value and my worth, oh, it was over. Mm-hmm. It was over then. Like I just, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm ready to share that piece of myself with someone. Right. Mostly through friendship. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. It was like just friendship, just companionship, not necessarily like this deep, committed relationship. Because for me, I feel like to a certain degree, that's overrated. Because I feel like it gives you that title, but y'all don't y'all don't even know each other. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not really committed to each other. Um, and so I was just looking for companionship, and that's how that's what led to um, me going on the the dating apps. Even with the wow. um, the pray for your future spouse, they was like, yeah, go on the dating app. So hmm. I went. I went to the gutter. was was there a particular time and i I know you said once you know once you found yourself once you're like man i I love who i am i know who i am when exactly was that time was it was it somewhat of an epiphany or was there constant work that you had to keep doing and you started realizing more and more how how much worth it you were i i knew because i no longer had thoughts in my head of revenge Mm. that's when I knew I was ready because you cannot go out and date anybody Mm -hmm. or become even become a friend with anyone or you know consider yourself to be friendly Mm -hmm. um if you have revenge in your heart and so when I stopped having those different scenarios of revenge from betrayal and different things that had happened in my previous relationships when I saw that my mind had altered and that I was in a place of um, true forgiveness Mm. and true growth and knowing my worth. I was like, I'm ready to share myself with someone else, of course, within certain boundaries. And then I created boundaries. That's another thing. I created boundaries Mm. for myself and I put them up front, like at the door, like this, what it is. Mm -hmm. And this is what it ain't. And either you honor that mm-hmm. or you don't. And that's okay if you don't. We right. still who? I'm still going to ask you for coupons. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you were upfront with with what you were saying, okay, this is this is exactly what I am. This is exactly who I am. I am expressing my truth. I am expressing myself to you. 
take it or leave it. I mean, I know my worth. I know what right. I am worth. I know what I'm looking for and I'm not looking to waste any time. So, I right. mean, I, you know, I think, I think that is, that is exactly what, in, in my opinion as well. I mean, that's exactly how you should approach it, especially if it's something, it's, it's a situation where you were in something for such a long time before. And even if it wasn't a short time, let's say it was, it was something that was very passionate. It was something that was very emotional. Um, Cause even some of the shorter relationships or marriage could be, could have so much emotions tied into it that when you get out of it, you're still, you're still hurt. You're still trying to heal. And sometimes right. Yeah. In your own mind, you'll be like, I'm out. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't even care. I'm good. I'm ready to move on. I'm looking for this person. I'm looking for that person. I mean, even, even, I don't want to get off track here, but even Kanye was like, oh yeah, the next person I want to marry is an artist or the next person I want to date is an artist. I'm like, Kanye, yay. Yeezy, you got to heal, brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a month, man. Give it a month, bro. Breathe a little bit. Take a vacation. Come on, bro. You got to heal and you know, yeah. make some make some make some great music. Be, understand who you are. Love yourself. Know who you are before you decide to go that route again. And I think I think that part is is very important. So I'm 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 really glad you you brought that up. And and seeing how you brought that up, I I, I really want to know like what how tough is it, especially with these apps out here, um, that you know like how how exactly are you able to, to find that, that person that you're looking for? I mean, of course you've taken certain lessons and you've learned certain lessons from the past, but when you find yourself, what sort of changes are you then, are you then holding yourself up to, if that makes sense? Like, is there a certain bar that you're holding your that you're holding yourself up to, or whoever the next person is, whoever the next so person like a, would be? like a standard? Yeah, yeah. I think that I was I was talking to um, Will about that earlier, and I think mm -hmm. it's the the person's belief system, their morals, and their values. Mm -hmm. Now you're not going to see that on the app, but you'll you'll see that or you'll hear that within, like Will said, like within the first 15 minutes of you mm -hmm. sitting down, because people are like, Will was saying earlier, like people are really upfront and they really are. When you first meet them, like you just got to take them at face value. Like if they saying something about their family, they mean what they're saying. It's only then later in the relationship that they start to like sugarcoat and cover and you know kind of dust it off and you like nah you said you hated your mother you said that I heard you <laughs> so <laughs> don't say nah just on certain occasions you told me you hate your mother to the core <laughs> I heard you <laughs> so you gotta take everything that they say in the beginning for face value it's not a date it's an interview. Be clear about that. It yeah. is an interview. Yeah, it is. You're engaging this person. You really are. Like, you should look at it from a, a perspective of analyzing how well you can fit into growth with this person mm -hmm. and vice versa. Because so often we allow ourselves to mesh into what we desire for it to be rather than the reality of what is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm learning through that process myself, where it's like, uh, for me doing the work required, like, oh, it's been such a rigorous process where, um, I, I, I was in the process of like realizing that I was ready once I decided to truly let go 
Mm. Like Lane Faith said, where you have the, the revenge. For me, it wasn't necessarily revenge. It was to let go of the hurt mm-hmm. of not feeling like I was enough. Right. You know, so that was traumatic for me where it sent the ripple effect in my entire life. So I had found myself in a situation where there was, you know, someone that I had, had met where uh, because I didn't do the work at, enough at that point, I was still sick, you mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. contrary to what people may say, the reality of it is, is it's, it's a sickness that you go through. No different it than is. an ailment you feel physically. It's the sickness that you go in the mind and that requires the most work. So I was trying to see where something can go with someone where I wasn't healed. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, that person knew and I thank them for it. I still thank them for it to this day because it was the right decision for both of us where mm-hmm. I, I wasn't ready. I really wasn't. And it was really one of those pivotal moments where it was like, okay, uh, I, I realized at some point it felt as if it was going to become a codependency thing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And I had that say to myself, <laughs> and I believe I've spoken to both of you on different occasions about parts of this where mm-hmm. I remember like I felt that where I was like, oh no, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm clinging to this person for something that I feel like I'm lacking in me mm-hmm. for them to give to me. And that's right. not healthy, that's not good. And uh, I just had to be honest with myself and figure out why I felt that way. And when when it all came to an, to an end, so to speak, mm. it, was, it wasn't easy at first, but then I knew, I said, you know, this is the right thing. My spirit knew I felt it, mm. this is the right thing. So um, at that point is where I said, okay, I really got to focus. Let's, I've, I've, I've got to levels that I can't go back. I can't regress, dig deep, feel the emotions through and, and do the work. So I, I was processing it. I got back into, you know, my affirmations really hard. I got back into, um, you know, creating healthy habits for what I was working on in my, for myself. Um, I got back into to writing, you know, that's something that I do. I, I don't, share but yeah I, I write my thought mm. process sometimes um anything that i needed to do to remind myself of my worth and to really begin to embrace it uh wholeheartedly not for the perspective of getting out there to date right yes so yeah. i can be whole and i can know what it is to love me appreciate mm. me right. and i had a an awakening as i call it where it it, it allowed me to realize that my most inner being desired for me to being my truth at all times. So uh, I won't go into details to exactly what, what happened. I just had that moment and everything made sense. And mm-hmm. it was like, I let go. And I had to be truthful, truthful with myself to let go because mm-hmm. I knew that I was enough. Mm-hmm. So I was lingering on to past traumas of for others and not being enough in each and every circumstance that I felt that I deserved that I was being deprived of. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is I was allowing it to happen to me because I am so damn worth it. We are, mm. are yeah. so damn worth it. And I realized that moment. And when I did, I felt joy. I, I'm not going to lie. It was an emotional moment for me. Right. And, but it was an emotional moment of, of, of being humbled to just know I had received my truth and it was, right. and I had broken through. I, I was looking for that breakthrough when it happened. I got through it. And as you know, as you know, Jay, uh, I got to have the moment that I needed to close that chapter. I remember that. Yep. And uh, it was, just, it was a, it was such a powerful moment, yeah. but I knew it was time. Mm. And when that happened, it was no looking back. It was like a new chapter. And then I had, I, you know, you know, I had downloaded the dating app thing, but I hadn't really 
you know, I was too nervous, especially after the experience. I was like, man, <laughs> look, I'm not looking to get in no side of type of situationships like this. Yeah. Like, you know, people just like, that's cool, but like, that's not me. Um, and then I did the work enough where I felt confident and ready, like mm-hmm. where my chapters of my past are all closed. So mm-hmm. whatever I start anew is for me. Yeah. Right. Um, and I know my worth. So mm-hmm. I understand better of what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I got out there and I started getting to, to go on dates and, you know, had some situations where I, I am, I am really upfront and transparency is huge. Mm. And, you know, yeah. I've had scenarios where I've had to be like so direct to say, hey, you may be, be a good person, but right. I'm not for you. Mm. I know yeah. I'm not for you. Yeah. Um, in some instances, a lot of what I've encountered, true, truthfully, is yeah. um, a lot of people with voids in themselves. They're not doing the work. Yeah. And that's the difference is like, I know what that looks like now and I live it. So I yeah. spot it and I assess it easily. So it's like, if you're not even willing to do the work to grow for yourself, I can't yeah. expect you to be able to invest into me. You mm-hmm. don't, I don't deserve that from you. I deserve better. Cause right. I know what I'm going to give someone. Uh, and that's what I look to see for now. Like, are you working on yourself? Are you really loving yourself or are you right. just, you know, you know, a shadow of who you could be. Mm-hmm. so that's big for me and being out here in this dating scene like that's kind of what I'm looking for and it is it's, it's out here mm-hmm. it's it's rare to encounter mm-hmm. that right um and even more so something that's for you because mm-hmm. right. a lot of times people are afraid to be alone people are yeah. afraid to be alone to love themselves they just latch right. on to whatever they latch on to right you you, you get <laughs> out of one side right you get to <laughs> another one like because you because <laughs> you were lacking something in yourself and that was the part for me where i said no nah, i'm gonna have to fight mm-hmm. that i can't i cannot do this yeah. and now i asking the universe to you know what's for me bring in my way because i know i'm ready and i'll receive it i won't question it i will go with the flow and that's what i've been doing mm-hmm. and i've had some a lot of not so great encounters and uh, as of recent i've had some some good encounters and it's because I know my worth. So I know what I'm seeing. So I'm gauging it. I'm not rushing for anything. I'm not looking to commit myself to anyone. Right. I am just looking, like Lean Face said, for a form of companionship through friendship. Like that's where it has to start. That's where it, it starts. It all starts there. But if, if, but to the seed of it is loving yourself. Because I can't expect you, either anyone to love me if I'm not loving myself the right way. For me, you know, as, I, as you can see, for me, my faith personally, mm. I take it serious in a way where the huge concept of what I, what's helped me through my process was, you know, agape love and what Jesus asked of, of us to give, to love each other. And I really embraced that in a way where I said, you know what, man, how can I really go out here and say I love you mm. and to someone else? And some years in my life, yeah, I didn't love myself, me. Right. I didn't love myself. I, right. I, I knew what it was like to give it. But right. I didn't, it was like to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to really embrace that. And then even with my children, they show me what unconditional love is. Mm. I feel that. So I know what that feels like. So mm. I need to be able to feel that for myself because I love them. Right. So, so now I feel that. I have joy in me, in my existence. And now I'm able to give that agape love out because I understand what it means and what it's worth. And mm-hmm. my action, my energy is going to, 
be received and welcomed because it's something most people aren't familiar with. So either people who aren't really doing the work enough, they may shy away from it at times because it's strong. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and uh, as I've, you know, was being taught, like, you got to be able to filter that. You got to <laughs> capsize it because sometimes it can be too much. So how, how do you do that? Like, if, mm-hmm. if, if you're just, you're just riding a wave, you're feeling yourself, you're feeling everything. How do you, how do you put a cap on your energy? How does that look like? I think as I'm learning, not necessarily putting a true cap on it, but um, you got to know how to direct the flow of the energy. You gotta, you gotta be, this is why it's important to, 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 as you're engaging someone um, and you're getting to learn them, understand what works for them and how that works for you, where you're not overexerting yourself to give them what they need mm-hmm. and that they're aware of what they require in their process for you to be a part of it. So for me, I, I, as I was learning, uh, you know, Lean Faith, thank you. I, like with this, I have to get credit where it's due. Uh, from a, a woman's perspective of enlightening me on certain things where I had certain tendencies, especially being an empath at core, where I've had to learn how to mature myself a way to, in a way to protect myself, where I would overexert and I would give too much of me to someone that's not giving it back to me. Right. Because that's genuinely how I am as a person, where I don't really go half in. I give you mm-hmm. all of me and my effort because I care. And that's just not because I want to be with someone, but like just right. as a person, as a friend, as a family Absolutely. member, I, that's just me. That's a part of my morals. It's who I am. Um, and I just, I'm understanding. And as I was, you know, learning, it's not, you can't give that to everyone yeah. because people will absorb it like a sponge, but what are you getting back? What is being invested into you? What is breathing life into you and exactly. get, returning that energy? And I realized personally through my experiences with encounter with, you know, different women through this process, I really wasn't getting that back, like really getting it back in a way that I was giving. And I found myself exhausted spiritually, uh, in some instances, emotionally, because I do have my own personal life where I'm dealing with things that I'm not going to intertwine into this part of my life because we aren't there. And that's a whole nother element that adds to it. So it was taxing and I found myself just drained. But once I started to implement um, boundaries in this area, uh, it's definitely made it more easier for me to process and to know when to uh, leave the dance. Right. <laughs> right? So <laughs> I'm understanding that now, and uh, it's definitely helped me be able to gauge um, in part of my worth uh, what's mm-hmm. worth my time and for who, to whom to give it to, and um, mm-hmm. with whom I decide to receive their time because time is important. And I don't want to waste it on something uh, that could be for someone else mm. um, and not receive what is for me because I'm trying to force something to be that shouldn't be. So I'm, I'm at a point where I, I won't be doing that again. Mm. So I'm just going with the energy of what is and it'll come mm. naturally uh, because I see my worth. I know my worth and uh, something uh, Lean Faith was talking about earlier. Um, I, I I can't recall how to lay how to how to kind of break that down. I don't know if there's something you want to share. Oh God, what I say? <laughs> uh, reference, a reference of like you know men, and and just kind of the in the quality of where we are. <laughs> I don't know if that's something that you're open to just kind of to share. Where I when I heard you kind of break that down, it was like it kind of helped click a certain few things with me. I'm like, wow, that's um, interesting, especially. 
in dating because I had to like think about my experiences. I'm like, oh, well, that would make sense why a lot of women are, you know, through my experience, just recent have been gravitated, like, like, where are you going? Mm. <laughs> and it's right. like, no, I'm not for you. Like, no, <laughs> I, I can you want to be, you want to be a friend? Can we, can we get to know each other? Like, I'd love to hear this advice. Oh God. <laughs> I don't, are you talking about the, uh, the pursuit? Well, I mean, the, the, the pursuit, which led, yes, the pursuit and how it led into gauging the, the for, for, for what qualities that, that are, that are missed, not only missing, but like, it's rare in this yeah. day and age, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you, you broke that down. I thought it was really helpful for me personally. Bruh, it's so, <laughs> it's so rare. Like, um, I, I was talking to Will about like how the dating scene for women, uh, for men are now wanting women to pursue them. Mm-hmm. So before they kind of like chase the whole chase thing. And so now you find women who are uh, in these masculine roles um, who are initiating dates, who are um, doing the follow-up calls. I feel like those are some of the basic things that men should do if they're pursuing a woman or of any type of interest, right? <clears throat> but what I've noticed is that a lot, the the pool for the women is small. Like it's, it's real small. Like you got, you have the married men that some women pursue, you got the men who are in committed relationships, not necessarily ma- married, but they're in committed relationships. You have more women who are going to same-sex relations now for that sense of security. Security, mm. I, I, as a Christian, as a believer, security mm. for me, um, based on my word and my belief system, that comes from a man. And it's identified as a covering. So, but the women are not getting that. It's some, I don't know what's going on with the masculinity in the men. Mm-hmm. But now because of the, the chase has changed, a lot of people are in same-sex relate uh, same-sex relationships. And um, they're in it, some of them are in it because that is what they desire, mm-hmm. but then other people are in it because they desire security. Mm-hmm. And so so then you have you have that group. Then you got um the little itty, itty teeny bitty, small little Microscopic. Microscopic. Uh-huh. Choices to pick. Mm. Oh my God. Like you as a man of God, Will is a man of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my brothers as a man of God. And I'm like, it's small. So then you have women pulling at the same uh, person mm. saying kind of like, you know, off of Nemo when the little seagulls with the fish. Yeah. Mike, Mike, Mike. That's us. That's us. That's me. Mine. I'm yeah. one of them birds because yeah. it's so tight out there. Mm. The pool is very small mm. and I feel like there needs to be a shift. So I don't know what happened with the men. I know there's so many different elements or so many you know, different things that we can say, but I mean, my God and Zion. Do you think it's a societal thing? Do you think outside of the States and some countries that have, you know, particular types of cultures and um, believe in a, in a specific way that is completely different than the American way? 
do you no, think that um, there's do you think it's still slim pickings out there is it is this a global is this a global thing global pandemic. Think, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think it's a global pandemic a show great men or do you um, think this is this is just something that's national I think that is something that's global and the reason why I say that is because as I was telling Will I feel like a lot of the men have been abused and used by a lot of women yeah and so their kind their reaction or their answer is listen sis I'm not I'm not buying you that 24 inch weave and I'm not going to take you to the finest of the restaurants Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to pay your bills I'm not going to do all of that you're going to do it you're going to chase me to show that you are interested in me. And I think it just comes from a place of hurt, but it, then it goes back to like step one in dating. You got to do that work for the hurt. You got, you got to. Oh, and I got me a little acronym too. It's called lava. Okay. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) So the R right. It's for rejection. And this is something that I say when I come back from, my dates and stuff like that. Cause I call it somebody's son Saturdays. Sorry, y'all. I still like y'all, whatever. Just that's what I do. Somebody's son, son Saturdays. Interesting. I got to write that. Oh. <laughs> it's rejection. Um, my, the R in my lover acronym is rejection is protection. And something I say is like, this was a good date. He was not your mate. Whatever you do, don't build that gate. That's what I say, mm. because people fail to realize that rejection does not happen just in over one day, one situation, one scenario. There are layers of rejection. And because I know that that's something that I dealt with growing up, back to doing the work, being aware um, of, the, of your baggage or the things that you carry and you that you heal from, everybody, even men, the rejection piece, there's no need for you to build. Why are you building a gate off of somebody that you just met for like 20 minutes? Now you offended and you you take that and you make a layer. Then you take that before you know, you got this big behind gate up here like, oh no, I don't trust anybody. And it really was just, it's just like kind of a training experience. Then Marcus Aurelius, right? Let me tell you, he said something. He blessed my whole life. He said, <laughs> choose not to be harmed and you will not feel harmed. Don't feel harmed. And you haven't been harmed. Mm. And it's a choice. Mm. That feeling is a choice. You got to make that choice. Men got to make that choice. Women got to make that choice. Mm. When that relationship doesn't work out, Mm. don't build that gate, heal from it. He Mm. wants your mate, you know, (laughs) back on somebody's Saturday. Uh, <laughs> with within all of this i i assume it takes time right i mean it takes i know it takes a ton of time to heal and and to heal properly before you before you get back out there mm-hmm. um and i it's tough it's tough for some people i think to grasp that so i think when a lot of when a lot of relationships end a lot of the time one party likes to state, well, it was always the other person's fault. I did not. Right. I was completely right in the entire thing. I'm going to go about my business. I'm perfect just the way I am. Um, and then they continue this cycle. And with each and every passing date or relationship, they go through the same thing. Yep. And they don't learn from that first one. 
So th- that same gate that you're talking about, they build up, right. they build up this gate that they, they continue to, to do it. And they, 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 it's, it's weird because they don't, I don't know if it's something where they don't look inside themselves and see that, okay, maybe there are some lessons that I need to learn about myself. Maybe there's some growth that I need to do on my own end before I decide to go back out there to right. find somebody else. And you know, is I don't I don't think there's necessarily a time stamp or time limit that you can put on that, right? right. I mean, I think it. No, I, right. I think it's just. It, I, I guess it would be a feeling. I think it's something that you know. It, just like both of you said, there was a there was a happening. There was something that happened where you know. I know I'm worth it. I know where I am. I know how strong I've become. But I I do know that it takes time. It takes it takes some 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 looking into yourself and. And knowing exactly where you may have not been holding up your side, where you have right. may not have been holding up your standard. Exactly. So exactly. I think, I think for both parties, it's it's very important before you decide to go back out there that you look in yourself, you you learn the lessons that you have taken from your previous ones, so that each and every relationship or dating, you know, dating situation that you get into, it's always a step above the last. And mm-hmm. I think I think that is vital um, for anybody who who is looking for, you know, who's back on the dating scene or right. know, trying to get mm-hmm. back out there. I think I think it's vital that they understand that healing is going to take time. But once you man, once it happens, you know it and you're, right. you're absolutely ready to get back out there, man. Yes. But, but may I, I just want to interject on that absolutely. part, right? So mm-hmm. see the, the 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 thing that is forgotten is that once you've gotten to a place where you feel healed that's where the work really continues Mm. and what happens is you can relapse yeah because really it's a form of addiction of a hurt that you were accustomed to Mm -hmm. that you have to be mindful for at all times like any other form of addiction because it's a sickness and in most instances to be totally real with everyone out there when you get to a place where i've been or with lean faith been it's because you snapped in some way of reality in some form of reality you snap from what you were accustomed to Mm -hmm. to the realization of where you are yes and what needs to happen Mm -hmm. so one or two things happen in those instances you relapse back into that level of what's familiar to you yeah or you go into the trajectory of the unknown Mm -hmm. which is going to require you to fight like hell Mm -hmm. to to find yourself Mm -hmm. and majority of people out there are too afraid to do it and remain voiceless inward yeah. and that then is carried and manifested on someone that you're meeting to set an expectation to give you what you're lacking in yourself right yeah. yes exactly so it's really imperative exactly. that you understand this so when you get to a place where you've awakened and you're doing that work and you encounter someone who may possibly be for you who's also healing you Mm -hmm. both understand that the work has to be continuous and you have Mm -hmm. to find ways that you are both complementing each other through that process right Mm -hmm. because one may be above to in a healing state than the other but you're understanding of what that person needs are and what is required to get them to where they need to go and give them that support because you in the form of friendship Right. Never forget mm-hmm. that. Most relationships go bad because of that. And again, mm-hmm. it goes back to the seed of not loving yourself. So exactly. even now, for those of you out there who are committed and in a relationship or long term, or whatever that may is, I, su- I suggest you sit down and you list pros and cons of yourself 
you figure out how that correlates with your current relationship with your partner and you do the work because work is needed to continue to choose each other every day because you understand your worth and if you're finding it hard to put something together for you first Mm -hmm. right analyze that because Mm. that can cause you conflict in your relationship especially long distance relationships um relationships where you're you're married or you know you have a family where there's limited time between you and this individual to have with each other Mm -hmm. it's so important to understand families yes It's, it's it's so many factors that goes into this process that people just mm. get infatuated with overrating love, mm. right? Like we yep. said, we're overrating it because it's <laughs> it's an emotion that's fickle, so it changes. Today it I can yeah. love you to the moon and back, yeah. and tomorrow you can be a stranger to me. Mm. Yeah, that's a sickness. That part. and the reason why that happens is because work isn't being done. Mm. So right. as a whole this is advice that I can give because this is what I'm processing so that while I entertain these dates or these outings or outings that transition to someone that can make it to a date stage with me where I'm genuinely interested in this person, I'm gauging you. Mm. So know that. Take notes, ladies. I'm gauging because (laughs) I'm not, I am on a a certain level of state of being in my mind and in my, and in, in my knowingness of myself where I truly know my worth. And right. I truly am loving myself. So it's go- yeah. of course it's going to be different if you're not really doing it for yourself. So before we get to create a history of something that wasn't for us, mm-hmm. I don't even want to go that route. I'm, exactly. I'm not going to do that. So I, I, yeah. would, I would expect you to choose you in a way where you're doing the work. And for again, for these, for the, everyone who, who are committed or any, find themselves in some sort of situation, whatever it is to you, do the work. Yeah. Love do yourself first. Because if you're, not, if you're not doing that, then you are really just wasting your time. Yeah. And dating is not for you. And maybe you are better off by yourself until you can figure that part out. And that's where I'm at, where I'm like, hey, I'm healing. I'm doing the work. I will not retract from where I'm at. Uh, I enjoy this part of getting out there and just seeing what's out here. It's very fascinating to see what's out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I accept like the universe is given to me. There's interesting. <laughs> there's some good. And there's but but I know that there's hope with people like Lean Faith and my such as myself who who are doing the work where right. it's there it's mm-hmm. just you know you gotta love yourself through the process to filter it through and then receive what's for you when the universe <laughs> that's it the universe clear that's it that's up it. the energy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it no no jujus no bad jujus we don't hey. need that no hey i mean you know it's man i it's it's crazy because i think i think what the what the audience looks for in, in, in a podcast like this, it's just to, to understand how to get over that fear of, of hopping back out there after they've been, they've been through pain, they've been through, through whatever sort of dire emotional state, whatever type of relationship they were in prior. Um, they want to understand how they get back out there. But I think both of you have hit the nail on the head that you have to put in the work first. You have to heal first. You have to be whole first before you can give your whole to somebody else. And I right. think that I, yeah. that is absolutely vital. 
before anybody and it's it's tough it's very hard it takes yeah. no it is you know it's, it's gonna take everything in you. yes it's gonna take everything every single thing in you all the energy that you have to muster up to put out there but you know why though mm-hmm. to this core and i say this all the time but you really got to realize that you are so damn worth it mm. yeah. look yourself look inside yourself and, mm. and, and know it like I say this all the time is a part of an affirmation to me now because I am, we are, mm-hmm. we are all so damn worth it. And we live in a way that we choose to ignore our worth. Yep. Oh, no. like we're so damn worth it. So do the work, mm-hmm. do yeah. the work required to receive what's for you. Right. And who you are when you're sick is not who you are when you're healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's that thing mm-hmm. of like, if you have in your mind that you, I am sick. I look, I have COVID. Okay. Is that serious? I have COVID. You are sick. Yeah. You need to social distance yourself mm-hmm. from people mm-hmm. until you do the work. Yes. Mm-hmm. All that coughing and sneezing, mm-hmm. snotting and running that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You need to do that by yourself. Uh, by yourself. So that then once you know you didn't cleared up mm-hmm. and you're ready and the, the symptoms, the yeah. symptoms are gone. Whatever mm-hmm. they made, everybody's is different. Mm-hmm. Once they're gone, then you feel like you could go back outside. Right. Like me. Beautiful about that. Not nothing's beautiful about COVID, but with that example that you just stated, you know that you personally have to work on yourself before you give yourself to anybody else. You're looking out for other people as well yes. as yourself. Exactly. Exactly. That's, <laughs> what, exactly. that's what we're doing. Exactly. That's what, and some people don't understand. They will still don't. gravitate towards you. Yes. I will kill you. I am trying Literally. to help you. you do not want this. I mean, that's not, not a lie. There are some people out there who are on those apps that will do so. So yes. Be careful. Public service now. <laughs> Very true. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're wow. Right. That uh, God, I look, I, I love both of y'all, man. We could go hours and hours and Let hours on this topic. We definitely could. And I do at some point in the future, we got to revisit it because I know mm-hmm. apps are going to still keep coming. People are still going to, they're still going to want to run out there immediately after they're done. They're going to do, they're going to do all this type of bonding and stuff that is that they're just not ready for. So I right. do want to revisit this conversation again and many, many others. Yes. Yeah. Faith, I want to say it has been an absolute pleasure yes to have you on the podcast (laughs) yes yes yes. and i want you to tell the beautiful people out there how can they find you online don't find me um you can find me on instagram uh Mm -hmm. lean on faith and then you can find me on my website, leanfaith.org. Ooh, so, right, right. yeah, dropping in the DMs. Of course. Open for somebody's son Saturdays. Um, <laughs> Hashtag that. Hashtag somebody's son Saturday. Um, I got applications. Mm. I'll forward it to you. Oh. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of this podcast. But, but. Before we go, yeah. Before we go, you yeah. know that there's always something that we got you to look forward to for next week. So check this out, right? We we talked about improving, we talked about healing, we talked about working on ourselves, but we there it there does come a point in time 
where you do have to take action. There comes a point in time where the healing has been done, but you have to now the work, all the work that you put in, you have to put out there. Mm-hmm. Right. It comes a point in time. So what I want to talk about next week is the trap of infinite improvement. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. check this out, right? I'm with you. Let's <laughs> so let's let's think of it like this, right? Let's say you're you're working on a business, right? You're working on a website, you're working on whatever you're working on, podcast, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There comes a time where you are constantly going to be updating your photos. You're going to be updating your products. You're going to be updating your, your layout. You're, oh, God, is this the right color? Oh, is this the right website? I don't know. Oh, my SEO is crap. Nobody's going to find me. Oh, I got to spend another five, six months on. No. There comes a time where you have to launch. There comes a time where you have to go out there. There comes right. a time where people have to learn about you and you just have to learn on the fly, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. look, this podcast started from nothing. And I got to thank Lean Faith, Lean Faith for this light and that light. Because yes. <laughs> if you go back to our original ones, God, it was awful. Let me tell you, I mean, the lighting was bad. You couldn't it's hear us. Nice. But by the grace of God, we, we, yeah. are, growing. we are growing. Yes. So again, the trap of infinite improvement we're going to teach you exactly how to take action as soon as you're ready and how ready actually looks so next sunday we want you to look forward to that again lean faith i ain't watching that one <laughs> i don't need that type of accountability in my life <laughs> no, hey you know how we do it man you know yeah. we're accountable here at the chromas man but again Lean Faith has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Being the very first guest on the Acromas <laughs> podcast. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Yes. So until next week. Hey, Jay, tell the people how to reach us. Oh, my God. If you do not know us yet, <laughs> there is something wrong. We're on episode 13, baby. It's on the hat. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. Hey. We are literally the only name out there with this. Type yeah. us in on Google. Type us in on IG. Type us in everywhere. Oh, type us in on Spotify, hey. baby, because we're there hey. now. Let's go. Yes. Come on, man. <laughs> we're out here. You can find us, a Chromis podcast, a Chromis fitness, mm-hmm. a Chromis the movement, a Chromis yeah. everything. You need a Chromis in your life. If you have not gotten in yet, you're not living. Ladies and gentlemen, until next week, yeah. it is your boy, JG. And I will see. And that right there is Lean Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, peace. peace. <laughs>